Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Today we are sharing some enchanting news. Disney Cruise Line revealed details of their newest ship that's being added to their fleet, the Disney Wish. So we know that they announced some additions to the fleet a couple years ago. I think it was D23 back in 2019. But very few details were released about what was going to be included in the fleet other than new ships. And so yesterday they announced all this fun stuff, lots of details. So Ashley and I are here to talk to you about that and give you some of the highlights and tell you some of the things we're most excited about. But first, if you're new here or haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? Also, we have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't have to be a girl to join, only a geek. All right, Ashley. So Disney (laughs) Wish. I mean, you and I both love cruising. For real. I mean, I was basically sold when I saw like the Grand Hall. That was, I mean, high. (laughs) I I mean, like you said, I love cruising with Disney. Mm -hmm. So all they had to say was, do you want to cruise with Disney? And I said, yes, but (laughs) the ship looks amazing. If you've ever sailed with Disney, you know that Disney does high end well. And their stuff is kind of off the hook compared to most other cruise lines for families anyway. What did we learn yesterday? We learned a lot, actually. Yes. Disney Wish, it's coming next summer. It's not quite finished yet, but we saw some more of their illustrations and like what they expect it to look like. And then some pictures of things that were actually finished, but it's maiden voyage is going to be June 9th, 2022. And that's going to be a special like five night voyage, Mm -hmm. uh, followed by one full season. So all summer of four and three night cruises to Nassau, Bahamas, and Disney's private island, leaving out of Port Canaveral, Florida. And bookings for that open May 27th this year. So May 27th, 2021. So So if you have been super excited about booking a Disney cruise or have been thinking about booking a Disney cruise and didn't really know which one to book, I mean, you basically have 27 days to make up your mind for sure. And you could do one that summer on a brand spanking new cruise ship. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yes. I mean, we have one booked, but it's not on the Wish. And now I'm like, do I switch it to the Wish? And I'm kind of thinking I should. And I'm so torn because I'm really excited about the destinations and the length of that other one because these are three and four night cruises and that one's a week, is it? Or eight days? Yeah, it's a week. I mean, essentially, as I mean, we're here to talk about the wish, but essentially, if you're cruising Disney, you're not going wrong, you know? No, gosh, no. Gosh, no. There's no wrong way. If you're cruising Mm -mm. with Disney, you're going to love the experience. This is just more if you like we're super excited about this new ship and a lot of the offerings and we're going to talk about that and what (laughs) obviously what we're excited about 
So yeah, if you can't do the wish for whatever reason and you can jump on the fantasy or the dream, the magic or the wonder, do it. Absolutely do it. You're not going to be sad. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) No, not in any way, shape or form. But yeah, so why why we're sitting here like hemming and hawing about like, oh my goodness, do we switch? Do we do whatever? Is because the list of amazing new things that this ship is going to have blows my mind. It makes me want to be under 12 so I can go Um, to the Oceaneer Club. Same. (laughs) It was like... The Oceaneer Club is something... The Oceaneer Club is something each uh, ship has. It's a free Mm -hmm. area for ages 6 to 12. And it's so much fun. Like, I've been in there during open programming, which is when the parents can come in and uh, experience a little bit of what the kids get to do in those areas. And they're so cool. I'm like, why am I an adult? Like, this sucks like i don't want to be an adult i want to be a kid and the oceaneer club on the wish they do kick you out because they're like you're not a kid and i'm like but yeah it's like i stay until the last possible minute until somebody's like sweeping through and they're like um excuse me (laughs) ma'am where's your wristband and i'm like fine Um, fine i'll leave um ma'am bb8 says it's time for you to go (laughs) oh for real okay fine Rude, BB-8, rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Oceaneer Club on the Wish, they are reimagining the space. And first of all, they're getting a cool secret entrance, which again, <laughs> I want a cool secret entrance into like where I get to hang out. That's like ev- that's like Seriously. my dream, a secret entrance into like a cool spot. <laughs> Seriously. I almost feel like we should back up because that whole, like the whole entranceway, that grand hall is going to be three stories high. Yes. It's inspired by Cinderella and it's got yes. this. So there's the a bronze star. statue of Cinderella. Yep. Wishing star chandelier. And in the center of it on deck three. It'll be deck three, I'm sure. There is going to be a top secret entrance to the kids club. And that top secret entrance is basically a, well, they called it going down the rabbit hole, but essentially it's a hatch. You sign your kids in and they get to slide on down into the kids club. Dude, I want to slide down into the kids club. Uh, Same. I was like really sad about it when I saw it. I was like, like I was excited for kids, but then like sad, sad because I'm not a kid. Yeah. But yeah, the inside space is going to have a Marvel Superhero Academy that's going to have appearances from Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man, and the Wasp. Hello. Mm -hmm. Can I go? There's going to be a Rapunzel artist area. Again, can I go? Belle's Library. Seriously. I love to read. The Summer House of Anna and Elsa. And what I'm probably the most like nerded out about and like really salty about is the Imagineering part, which is brand new to any of the ships. Yes. And it looks so cool. Like I would love to spend all day learning the secrets about the Disney Imagineers. Like, can you believe that? I no, And they get to, uh, you know, like design their own roller coaster and like try it out on a simulator. Like, it's, I mean, can, can I dude, get that up on the adult deck? Because somebody needs to make sure there's like a day that adults get to play in there too. For real, you know, I'll be there during open programming and be like, mm-hmm. "I'm here to test out the roller coaster feature." Mm-hmm. You got that right. <laughs> and so that's just like the first thing that they're doing on this ship that hasn't been done before, right? I mean, that's like literally just one yes, thing. That's one. I'm all one like, thing. I just want to so go much. and play in like the Marvel Superhero Academy and the Imagineering Lab because those sound like so much fun. 
honestly, I could see our whole families just playing in the Imagineering lab between your, you know, engineer husband and my engineer husband. Yes. The Seriously. nerd factor, like we're all just going to oh, yes. in there. It's going to be open. It's going to be open house <laughs> and we're going to be in there and people are going to be like, excuse me, can we? No, sorry, we're not finished. <laughs> um, I have not perfected my roller coaster. You need to walk away, ma'am. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, so there's that whole beautiful new atrium space. And part of that atrium, they have a new, they've redesigned the theater space in the atrium. So often there's like performers that are performing Mm -hmm. in there. So they've turned their classic atrium performance area into a, you know, actual stage. And then the Walt Disney Theater, this particular one has been inspired by like a magical forest of some sort. And they're coming up with a new uh, Aladdin show, sort of loosely based on the musical. Yeah, they're reimagining the current Aladdin show mm-hmm. that's being shown on the ships, and then they're coming up with new shows, brand new. Yeah, to wish. I think they said there's two currently in development, uh, so that should be exciting. And then they're coming up with another uh, thing called the Hero Zone, which will be a new area where imagination meets active play. But there aren't many details on that yet, so I think that's coming out later this year as well. But I mean, I'm good for a hero zone. That just sounds like an exciting. Uh, Yes, sign me up. And while we're signing up for things that are fun to do, the Aqua Mouse (laughs) looks so awesome. So if you've been on the Disney Fantasy or the Dream, you've ridden on the Aqua Duck, which is themed after Donald. And it's just the really cool water slide that goes, you know, like the length of the ship and around. The Aqua Mouse is going to be Disney's first ever attraction at sea. So it's upgrading the aqueduct and it's going to feature a brand new short with Mickey and Minnie in the same style as Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mickey and Minnie have a excursion company called Port (laughs) Misadventures and they want you to come along. And that's going to be your story as you go through the Aqua Mouse. I love the it's, pool deck, and they're adding more pools to the Mickey and Mouse uh, yes. Mickey Mouse district. There's going to be uh, for the littles. It's Toy Story theme splash pad and mm-hmm. waiting pool. Uh, obviously, they're going to have food. I'm sure the everybody's favorite, or at least my son's favorite, the ice cream machine. I'm sure will be on and popping oh, yes. <laughs> somewhere yes. on the pool deck. Well, uh, and I yeah. love that they've added like the kiddie pool area kind of set off by itself. So like if parents just want to hang out with little kids, it's in, it's not in the chaos of all the older kids and grownups doing their thing. So it's a little bit more low key. And mm-hmm. I think that's important. Like when you're on a ship, not all the age groups need to mingle at the same level. Right. I think that's important. Like sometimes you just need to do something with your little kids in a little kid space. Oh, And yeah, it's not no, to say definitely. that. The little kids can't be in the other area, but it's just nice. And then they, of course, have, you know, the quiet cove with the, you know, adult-only space. And they've upgraded or they're upgrading their census spa area and the census fitness area. So there's And the adult area there. is going to have an infinity oh, pool, which Hello. Cool. <laughs> that infinity pool is already calling my name, as is <laughs> the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge. I mean, obviously, if you spent any time on this podcast, you might have realized that we kind of like Star Wars just a bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, so they've yeah. come up with a handful of new adult-only themed dining and entertainment experiences. And so one of them is a, a Star Wars hyperspace lounge. And so you basically walk into the lounge and you embark on a, a space jumping tour of the Star Wars galaxy. The lounge styled is like a luxurious yacht class spaceship. And it's, you know, it's an immersive experience. And so like the the background behind the bar is going to be like a scene that moves. And so you get to see space as you, you know, fly through and you'll go by planets and you will, you know, see different scenes from different Star Wars movies. I believe the design is themed after the Dryden Vos ship in Han Solo Star Wars story. And then obviously there will be, you know, drinks, concoctions, probably some snacks of some sort that are Star Wars themed, obviously. Oh, um, for sure. It's going to be like Oga's, but on a cruise ship. And exactly. In space. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be in that that style. They're also, speaking of adult dining, they're upgrading Palos, which is a, you know, a staple yes. in the Disney Cruise Line. It's going to be inspired. It's keeping the same uh, delicious Italian cuisine it's known for, but they're upgrading mm-hmm. the, the inner area and it's going to be inspired by Cogsworth. Yes, which is, I'm super excited about this because not only are they doing this over, you know, this sort of overhaul with Palo, but they are also adding in another high-end restaurant called Enchante, which Mm -hmm. is featuring more of a gourmet French menu from a Michelin three-star chef from France. And he actually is one of the culinary, I guess we'll call him a mastermind, but he's behind the Remy dining experiences on the dream and the fantasy. And so he's going to be, you know, behind this new Enchante. And then as you enter the area to go into the restaurant for um, Palo and Enchante, the first place you'll enter is a cocktail lounge called The Rose. And so actually, and actually all three of these are inspired by Beauty and the Beast characters, right? So Paolo is going to be Cogsworth, Enchante is Lumiere, and the Rose is obviously. Obviously the Rose. The, the Rose. I was like, if you didn't get that, I can't help you. <laughs> um, that's going to be, you know, sit down and enjoy a cocktail before dinner as you wait for your reservation or after dinner cocktail, aperitif. It's expected to be high-end wines and liquors. But personally, I'm really hoping that they have some of the cocktail options that are at the the Enchanted Rose at the Grand Floridian and Walt Disney World, because they have a whole selection of fantastic cocktails that are all kind of beauty and the beast inspired. And so I'm sort of hoping, because the logo is very similar. So I'm, I'm hoping, and this is just me, that since there's a kind of similarity and theme and logo and name that maybe they'll have a couple of those amazing cocktails just throwing that out there yeah so that'd be good and they're yeah. not just upgrading the dining for adults the oh, restaurants no, aboard so i love family dinner time on a mm-hmm. disney cruise ship the restaurants mm-hmm. are always phenomenal the theming i mean disney does not go little on theming and these three no. new dining experiences are going to be awesome oh my goodness off, i can't even have... decide which one i'm more excited about i think i know which one you're more excited about i think you're just being nice 
<laughs> I mean, okay, I, I know which one I think I'm most excited about. And then I, okay, yeah, I guess I probably do. Well, no, you know what? Actually, I think it's a tie between two and I'll tell you why. And I bet you there. I know which two it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll start with Arendelle, okay. a frozen dining experience. This will feature everyone's favorite frozen characters, Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, and Olaf, for a theatrical dining like extravaganza. It kind of reminds me of Tiana's Place, which is on board the Disney Wonder, mm-hmm. which I love, by the way. Uh, yes, the food here same. will be infused with some Nordic influences. Yummy. Um, let's see. I think I'll save the one for last and we'll go to the next one. Okay. <laughs> 1923 gets its name from the year the Walt Disney Company was founded. It's going to celebrate the legacy of Walt Disney, the company, and the golden age of animation. The menu is going to be inspired by Disney's, the company Disney's California heritage, and will be inspired by many of the cultures and fusions that occur within the state. And then finally, <laughs> Worlds of Marvel, which period, right there, Marvel. As soon as I said Marvel, you should all be like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, it's going to be the first ever Marvel cinematic dining adventure, which is going to have Avengers on an active mission during dinner and guests get to play along. The menu is going to be inspired by the MCU. And as if you needed a reminder, we love Marvel. So if you need us, we'll be here. <laughs> so I will say that theming wise, that one for sure, hands down, is the one I'm most excited about. Yes. But because I don't know what the food is, and not that I expect the food to not be good at any of them, but I'm actually really excited about the food theming at the 1923 Classic Hollywood elegance yes, themed one. Literally, that's what I knew. I knew when you said you had two, I knew 1923 was your second. Yeah. I'm that that cuisine sounds fantastic. And the yes. kind of stuff that like we love to eat. So I'm very excited about that. But obviously for the entertainment slash theming, it's Marvel hands down. Obviously. I'm going to be like, what do I need to do? <laughs> I'm ready for my mission. Yeah, exactly. My I'm kids are going to be like, like, we want to participate. Don't even feed me. <laughs> don't feed yes. me. Just give me a mission. Coming in in my costume. Cosplay ready. Um, <laughs> oh, for real. You know we got to have our outfits on point for the Disney Witch. 100%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so we know what we're – wait, did we miss anything? What else are we looking at? I think – you know, I think the only other thing we haven't talked about yet that we should just mention is that they've done some upgrading with some staterooms. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You – yes, talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, so – I mean, I don't even know how to, I mean, basically you could just move in and have a condo. No. Okay. So there are some stateroom options that are going to be available on the Disney Wish that, I mean, I can't even. Like there will be two story staterooms. I, I don't even know how many square feet this is. Does I feel it matter? like that information has, has to be out there staircase and oh my goodness. I just want to walk down it and pretend I'm a princess like I kind of do of. already in the atrium area of the ship uh, well yeah um but yes so there will be obviously much larger room options that you can spring for and some of those include two-story staterooms so if you are 
you know, if going on a cruise, one of the things that holds you back or one of the things you're looking for is more space, this may be the option for you because two-story staterooms. I would like to talk my husband into that. I'm not sure. I mean, I can talk him into a lot of things, but... Maybe if we split it, is there enough room for two families in there? there (laughs) We might be able to convince them. We Mm. might be able to convince them. It's a great point. We should start that process. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So we'll make that plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so other than trying to convince our husbands that the two-story stateroom is the way to go, and we know for sure that Marvel Dining is our most exciting, like, new dining choice, what else are you looking forward to on the Disney Wish? I think for me, the, the Aqua Mouse, like I said, I love uh, the pool deck area. I'm, I'm on a probably, I don't know if I'm in the minority, but I feel like I am. I'm one of the rare adults that would rather stay on that side than go to the kids side. So I love that the, the aqua mouse is the theming of it. I love that they have added more pools so I can totally see myself hanging out there quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I will say that while I'm excited to check out the infinity pool, I almost never go to the adult side when I'm with my kids. Yeah. We, we almost never go to the adult side with, when we're traveling with the kids, we right. might go over to like get a spa treatment or just to check it out or take pictures. So I can be, you know, because obviously we take pictures. That's what we do. And I'd like to check it out. So if people ask me, I can say, oh yeah, we, you know, we went over there and this is, you know, what you can expect. But if I'm, you know, my kids want to hang out with us once in a while. So I try not to ditch them too much for things like that, because where I would want to spend my time without my kids is doing things like the adult only experiences later on in the evening. So I prefer to hang out with my kids during the day and then ditch them when I want to do something like the Star Wars Hyperspace <laughs> Lounge. Uh, right. Yeah. That's usually when my husband and I will have our like alone, like adult time is that in the evening after dinner, after family dinner, after the show. We always watch the show at night because if you haven't been on a Disney cruise, their shows are Broadway like quality. So super high quality. We don't like to miss those. So we'll watch those. And then the kids usually end up going. They want to go back because the kids clubs are so fun. And again, like we kind of talked earlier, like I don't blame them. Like if I was a kid, I'd want to be there too. So they usually go back to the kids club and then we'll hang out in like, uh, you know, the various areas of the ship where, you know. It's more like the adult nightlife kind of thing. But yeah, definitely on the Wish, the hyperspace lounge for mm-hmm. sure. It's funny that you say that about the kids club because on any cruise ship, my kids have always wanted to go hang out in like the kids club area. But for sure on a Disney cruise, they're like, um, can you can you sign us out at the last possible minute, you know, or yep. <laughs> can we keep our bands until the next day in case we decide we want to check in, you know, that last 37 seconds of the night? Like, you know, because obviously, well, you know, and I know, like, you have to pay for the bands or whatever, and you pay a fee if you don't return them. But I mean, they're just like, every possible second we can get in that room. And right. Yeah. It- There's always so much going on that they're like, "Um, yeah, so I'm going to need you to come back later. I've literally gone to to get them out of Kids Club, out of Oceaneers Club for 
you know, just because I'm like, hey, do you want to like go to the pool and hang out? And they're like, can you come back in like 30 minutes? Like yeah. stitches here and we're having like a thing. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh OK, like fine, fine. Well, say hi to Stitch think, for me, I guess. <laughs> I think that also goes to show you the the caliber and quality of the staff that they hire for those things, because when your child says to you, I would rather stay here than go get ice cream, go for a swim, go do X, Y, or Z. That's saying a lot. Oh, for sure. The youth team on the cruise ships are just, they're phenomenal. I wish I could like hug all the ones that we've had in the past. They're, mm-hmm. they're great. You know, And like when you go to Castaway Key for the day, it's the same team of people that goes out that is on the ship. So, you know, there's no getting to know a different person, which, and yes, by the way, so when you're on the island, there's still childcare available, which is not the case on every cruise line. Like, uh, it's just, guys, Disney cruises are amazing. And we're just telling you because we love it. We get nothing if you want to go book a cruise. We're just telling yeah, you. We get nothing. <laughs> Except we might see you. That's really all. That's that's know. true. You might see us. Yes. Because we are mm-hmm. definitely cruising when we can. <laughs> we've missed it oh, for sure so much so much fun thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the geek girls universe podcast we will leave you links so you can check out all the excitement related to the disney wish reveal this week and join us next week as we share all of the breaking and exciting fandom news as always if you see anything you want to share with us tag us on twitter at whiskey and sunshine and that ashley aaron until next time geeks Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more geeky goodness.